Welcome back to another episode of The Disconnect. I'm in the basement, Zach Hayes, with my co-host, Phil Hayes. What's going on, Zach? Good morning, Phil. Good morning. Uh, what a time to disconnect yeah. with the prices at the pump. If there was ever yeah, a yeah. time to stay at home, do nothing, right. now is probably the time. Yeah, I don't want to do too much driving at the moment. but it, And I don't think... I don't think this squeeze is over yet. I, I think when I last week, and I don't want to dwell on this for the entire podcast because right. it's it's been beaten to death yeah. and it's only going to get worse. Right. But you know, you're looking at I think it jumped from like 389 to almost 425 in a matter of a couple of days. Yeah. Um I don't know what it was at today, but it's it's I saw it was at, I think it was 429. I, okay. I paid 430 a couple of days ago. So, and what's funny is uh, these are just kind of the things I think about, like all the auto manufacturers over the last 10 years or so yeah. have gotten away from making those nice little energy efficient, uh, gas efficient sedans right. and focused on the big trucks, the SUVs, uh, th- those great cars like the uh, the Impalas, uh, yeah, uh, and, and the little uh, the 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 Chrysler sedans that were always <laughs> yeah. so popular in right. the early two thousands. Those things have gone by the wayside now, and and a lot of people are going to be stuck with those gas guzzling vehicles. Even the, I mean, it's it's expensive to fill up, and I don't even drive yeah. a lot. No. And that, see, that's the thing though. I'm so glad that now I only live, I live about 25 minutes away from work. Whereas, um, back when I lived in like St. Clair shores, I was driving like 50 minutes to work yeah, 50 miles each way. And it's like five I, days a week that adds up. Yeah. So it would have been hurting me then. Now it's like, it's, it is what it is, but I have, you know, an F one fifty. you have a big old SUV. It's like, sure. Yeah, it's it costs a lot of money to fill that up now. Yeah, I was I I love my Kroger points because I get yeah. my 40 50 cents off uh, a gallon every time I fill up. So right. even then it was still cost me about 90 bucks and that was when I filled up at the 389 point. So it's Yeah. It's I, I do wonder though with the way these gas pr- prices are you know, the, the activities coming up in the summer that are really popular, your, your, yeah. your road trips going up North, taking the boat out, uh, taking your, uh, trailer out, uh, the motor homes. That was a big thing. Um, in the last couple of years, people were buying their toys and everything else like that. Are people going to kind of hold back on doing things like that and just stay home this summer? I'm, I'm sure. I mean, it, those things, I can't even imagine. I have no idea how much it costs to fill up a big RV like that, but it's, it's expensive. It's got to be a lot of and money. And you have to do it a lot. Yeah. And see, for me, like with just driving to work and back, I don't do a whole lot of other driving other than that. Like it might cost me an extra 20 bucks a week. It's not, it's not anything crazy, but when you start looking at, you know, uh, prices for trucks that are carrying goods across the nation and stuff like it's, it's going to put a dent in things. Yeah. I mean, we were already seeing extremely high prices on from our, our UPS suppliers when we're shipping out boxes. And that was when gas was 25% cheaper. So I can only imagine what we're going to be looking at. Um, do you think we'll see five bucks at the pump? God, I summer. We always know that 4th of July weekend, it skyrockets every year because that's when everybody's traveling. The demand goes up and, yeah, I'm going to say we'll stay just under five. You think so? Five. Yeah, but I mean, uh, who? Uh, 
And obviously that's based on a national average. I mean, it's, oh, I think it's over six in places like California. It is, it's yeah. so, so five for us, relatively speaking is, doesn't mean five out there. Cause they've right. already seen it. Yeah. Um, but I, I, when I, when I look at that, I wonder if that's, if, if that's going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back, how many months of 450 at the pump can people afford if they're driving five days yeah. a week, 30, 40 miles, you know, you talk about people who are on the, the cusp of saying, is this job worth it? Oh yeah. Is that going to be the tipping point where they say, I got to find something that's a stay at home, is it a work from home gig or, you know. I I've got, maybe it's people who say I'm going to have to find something else. Cause I can't afford Uber or Grubhub yeah. deliveries because it's cost me so much at the pump. Oh yeah. And it's gonna, you know, even stupid stuff like getting a pizza delivered to your house, it's going to jump up in price, everything they have to cover their costs. So, I mean, it, it gas, even though it seems like it might affect you personally on like kind of a smaller level, it's going to affect things hugely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy to bigly. think about bigly, bigly. Huge. But that's the thing is what I don't understand. And I probably just don't know how it works, but like, why does it jump up so quick for no reason like that? Well, there's obviously a reason, right? No, no, no. That, yeah, I didn't, I, I misspoke, <laughs> but it, but it's like, how does it in a couple of days? Cause I'm assuming that it's like because of what's going on in Russia and well, yeah, it's the fact that we get so much oil from Russia. And when you, when you stop purchasing from them, yeah, the, supply goes right. down because you're, you're, you're buying from a more limited, uh, supply. So to control the pricing, you have to increase it so that you don't have this run on oil from, from one country supply and demand, yeah. the demand right. goes up, supply goes down. I see. And I could be wrong about this. I, I thought I heard that like they supply about 10% of our, of our oil where I don't know if that's true or not. I, I would have to look it up. I don't want to be talking out of my ass, but, but how, like, how many, how many gallons is 10% of oh, our oil? Sure I mean, that's, 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 uh, that's a huge, huge amount of uh, barrels. Yeah. That, it's a lot. I know. It just seems like it's, it, it goes up so much. It's like, I, I don't know. I don't understand how the gas prices work. And, and you got to understand if we're using 10% of Russian oil, yeah. what other countries are using, Russian oil. Yeah, that's and true. And all of that trickles down. I mean, that's, right. that's, that's why we see that. And, and there's, there's obviously other factors that contribute, contribute to that as well. I mean, yeah. I do remember in the beginning of the pandemic when like people are basically paying to take oil off of your hands right. because they, they, they had such a surplus Yeah, and, and we had Nobody's gas down. I was gas under two bucks. Um, I don't know. Honestly, it was super cheap during. I never even look at it. Like I, I swear, you really don't. No, because well, I mean, what can you do about it? I need gas. I gotta go somewhere, so I really don't care and, how much it is. And that's what they said. They 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 kind of said like, fuel is one of those things that is just so elastic as far as the you you can't really. It, it, if if the price of of beef goes up, you can yeah. substitute it with chicken. Right. Like I'll buy chicken or I'll buy some other form of protein. Yeah. You can't do that with fuel. No. There's there's you need, a, it. you need it. And and even when you've got people like Elon Musk who are right. manufacturing the electric vehicles, is telling you you need to figure something out so that we're less yeah. reliant on foreign oil. Like that's when you know it's time to wake up Grandpa and right. say Sleepy Joe. 
do something here, bud. I mean, that's the biggest, I think from COVID and this, uh, you know, issue with the war in Russia or in Ukraine, it's like, I think the main thing it showed us over this time period is that like, we need to just start doing things here ourselves. Totally. We can't rely on other countries. We kind of need to be a little more independent. And I think we'd all be much better off for it. The the chip shortage is something that is yeah. still, that, that's still reeling. And you go back and let's say there's another pandemic that breaks up, but let's right. say it doesn't make it over here. Let's yeah. say the um, China shuts down, Europe shuts down. Uh, uh, North America stays open because it never made it overseas. Right. Well, our economy is going to keep moving, right? Yeah, exactly. But the things that we need to keep the economy moving are going to be shut down because yeah. we do rely so heavily on countries like China um, and and uh, you know the Middle East for for our oil and everything right. else like that. There's there's all these um, there's all these factors that would play into it, but like. If we don't have, if we don't start producing those things here in house, then yeah. what what are we going to be left with? We're we're going to be screwed at the end of the day. Yeah, and believe me, I get it. Like it's it's cheap. I I understand the logic behind it, but like I think most of us here would be okay with paying a little bit more money for things that are American made because we're going to end up seeing that that price hike no matter what. Would, uh, I don't know if that's true though. I, I, I really, well, I'm talking about if something happens like in this situation, how we become just so like, it makes it so hard from a, a retail standpoint when you start to look at things, because it used to be, our country used to be based on this, um, this concept of, you know, think about a piece of furniture. Yeah. You'd have that one China cabinet that stayed in family homes for for generation after generation. It got right. passed down. It's usually something that's really heavy. And yeah. I think that was part of it. It was super heavy and it never moved. Yeah. Nobody wanted <laughs> that, to move it. Nobody wanted to move it, but it was good quality. It yeah. lasted for years and years and years. You look just around our basement studio here, Phil. This is a collection of furniture that has made its way from my first place in Kirkway yeah. to the condo to our house to yeah. our our you know it's it's I can look around here and I can I can see about four or five different living rooms or basements that this the furniture has appeared in right um and it makes its rounds because it's cheap yeah and we've we've grown accustomed to uh cheap and frequent so right. we like to replace things multiple times because our, 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 we get sick of yeah what it, what the look used to be of the house. So it's like, Oh, let's go buy a new couch. Do we need a new couch? No, not really. But yeah. we are sick of sitting on the old one and we need to freshen things up a little bit. Right. And that was never a thing before. Like you no. had the plastic over the, the furniture at grandma's house, not our grandma's house, right. but at other, yeah. <laughs> like the Italian grandma yeah. who's got the plastic over the furniture. Everybody loves Raymond style. Yeah. And it lasted forever. Yeah. Maybe that was a better way of living. I'm not saying go put plastic on your couches, but maybe living in those kind of things where you buy some stuff, you stick it out. Maybe that was yeah. the way to go. You spend a little more money on it, but it lasts a lifetime and you're not constantly buying new shit. Our right. attention spans are so short thanks to 
technology, social media, the amount of uh, content we have to digest. I know I always go back to that, but it's it's yeah. a real problem, and I think it, it contributes to that. It's a distraction for sure. And that see, that's what I think though is I think we need to focus on uh, having things that are American made that are really going to affect us as far as like fuel. Uh, you know, the microchips, like let's make sure that we don't have a problem with that. Like anything that will cause, you know, an economic collapse here, if uh, we can't get it is what we need to make sure we're making here other stuff. I mean, furniture and, uh, goods. I, I mean that, that type of stuff, I wouldn't worry as much about like if it was made here, but, oh, but that's a huge, that's a, but you, you're talking about, uh, that's different, Phil, because you, you've got to talk about places like that. You know, when you're talking about like furniture, for instance, yeah. that used to be a major industry in our country was right. to take it, you know, you take it from the, the sawmills and you, you make your own furniture and yeah. it creates jobs. Uh, and you know, yeah, you're going to pay more for it at the price, the price tag. It's not going to be this crappy Ikea furniture that you have to put together yourself and it falls apart on you. It's yeah. good quality made stuff, but like, that's what creates industry. That's what creates jobs. So I don't think you can look at it from a standpoint and, and say, let's go all in on microchips and forget about all these other industries where if we produce this furniture in the Midwest, uh-huh. that we can create these new jobs and create businesses that people can thrive in because as of right now, those kind of companies are shutting down. And it, yeah. once they're shut down, it's going to be very hard to build that back up again. Yeah, no, I get that. But I, I think as far as like as a place to start, it's like you need to have the things in line that are essential. And that's the one thing I, I just don't understand the the fuel thing. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Why, why we aren't doing that here? Like, well, I just don't it, we, it. we do, I know, but to us, but, but not, you know, you're, everybody talks about the Keystone pipeline. That's right. what you've been hearing a lot lately. And yeah. I don't, I don't know enough to know how much that would produce or what turning that back on would really do for our oil supply. Yeah. Um, and me either, but I, 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 you know what, from, at least from what I've heard, it's that it would be a huge dent in, you know, what, what we have to get from other countries right now. And there's just, I, I don't know. I, the, the whole green thing to me is just, I don't <laughs> it understand to, it because to make the green energy you need to use, Fossil fuels. Well, it's and the it's the truth. I mean, look at yeah. look at look at what it what do you think it takes to make those wind turbines that they put out in the fields that that uh, that don't work that well that, that like, don't really produce that much energy right. that only supplement energy. What about how, what does it cost to dig for the quartz and the coal that's required to make the the solar panels that you see put out into the fields? Right. Um, what does it cost to make those and produce those for another? My wife and I were having this conversation last weekend, even, and it's like, you know, there needs to be something that harnesses the, uh, the energy so that it can be stored. Like all you're doing is offsetting the solar energy that you're bringing in. You're offsetting your use of electricity, but you're not replacing it in any way. And what did it take to produce all that stuff? And, 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 you know, she was, she was surprised to know that we, um, that we actually have nuclear, uh, power plants here in the United States. Yeah. She didn't realize that. I mean, maybe she didn't watch enough of the Simpsons, <laughs> right? but, uh, but that's something that is a, 
it's a legitimate use and yeah. a, gener- a, a legitimate way of producing energy, but we've been so like scared of nuclear energy ever since Chernobyl. Yeah. And, um, I think there was that, I think it was Fukushima where there was that, that accident, uh, maybe five, 10 years ago where it really polluted a lot of the water and the fish supply. Um, so there's obviously dangers of producing that there's dangers of producing anything, but like you see the way technology ramps up and it's an exponential growth year after year. And, everything from your TV screen to your phone to everything else that you want to have, it it takes energy to produce those yeah. and it takes energy to use those. And right. we're using more of it than ever. Yeah, we want to have our cake and eat it too is what it is. Because yeah. we're a bunch of fat, disgusting pigs. Yeah, we're pre- we, we are. We're pretty like, gross. We're disgusting humans. Parasites, yeah. parasites on this planet for sure. Uh, yeah, and I mean, that's that's my thing is like, I, I think no matter what avenue you, you take, there's going to be issues. There's going to be things that come up. And I mean, I don't know. I just, I think it's ridiculous. But this is why, okay, this is what I really wanted to get into on this podcast. Yeah. Because, and this this kind of segues in perfectly because we talk about all that shit. Right. And and I, I'm just, I'm going to ask you flat out, does any of it make you happier? Do you really um, think that any of the, having the phone, having the social media platforms, having the TV, having those things... Does any of it make you actually happy? The TV, yeah. <laughs> Other than that, no. But that would only re- that that you're talking about maybe like watching some Netflix or something yeah. like that. That takes one TV, right? And it maybe takes you using it for two hours out of the day. Yeah, at the most. That's all I would need, and all the rest of it is stuff that I. I'm sure most people would be with me with this. Where like, if I could kick it, I would love to. I'd love to yeah. get rid of my phone and all the electronic devices, but like it's too easy now. If I could give any new parents one piece of advice, and this is after only being a parent for five years. Yeah. Don't even introduce the TV into the house. Yeah. I have these moments of like where I just want to throw every TV out the window. Why and just that? be done. Because it's, I see what it's doing to their to their brains. I see the the addiction. I see how our our youngest, who's only just about to turn one, how he goes after the remote. Yeah, and he doesn't go after it because it's it's fun. He goes after it because he knows it's control. Yeah, he wants to put it on the on the TV, but he sees it and he knows that as the, the, and I, obviously this is a theory who knows what's going on in that (laughs) little brain of his, but in my mind, he's got this remote and he's looking at his two older siblings and he's like, aha, I've got what you want. I'm the one controlling things here. And like, he's so proud of himself when he has it and he goes after the one specifically that controls the TV Yeah, or Amazon just did a, fucking phenomenal job of designing it so that every child wants it in their hands. I don't yeah. know what it is. The way it fits into their little palm is just, dude, it's the same thing with my kids. Both of them. It's like, they want, they love having the remote and it's like, we got them a toy one and it's like, it's not, don't the, same. Want it. it's not the same. They know they're, they're smarter than we are. But like, I, I ask you that because like, I think as a nation, as a country, we are, we are less happy people than we were 20, 30 years ago 
because of all of this, because yeah. we think it makes us happy. Our attention spans are short. We keep watching these short little uh, minute long clips on TikTok. Do you ever watch a three minute TikTok and you're like, oh my God, this is taking uh, forever? Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, get to the I'm point like, already. Jesus, get this off of here. I don't, I, I've, I've, <laughs> this is too long. And I'm like, Wait, these are only three minutes? Right, max. But it feels like an eternity because you've been conditioned to digest, like we're turning into goldfish with our attention Dude, spans. I swear to God, I was thinking that this past weekend, I had a couple hours to relax to myself because the kids both went down at the same time. Hallelujah. What a, what a glorious feeling that is. Very rarely happens, but they both went down at the same time. I'm like, man, I could watch a movie. I could watch yeah. a TV show. You know what I did? I watched TikToks and like little clips. I can't bring myself anymore to like watch even like a 40 minute long TV show. That's and, and, and I, and you are probably not alone and I hate myself. for it. <laughs> <laughs> I really See, do. And you're, it's making you unhappy yeah. because you're hating yourself because of, and this is only going to get worse with the kids. You right. and I have only had this situation for the last two or three years yeah. where that's how we digest things. They're starting from such a young age. It's the same thing. I, I've said this before, the TV shows, you watch a half an hour TV show. If you don't like it, you go outside and play, right? You're, you move on to the next thing. Now, they watch five minutes of cocoa melon. They turn yeah. it off and they move on to the next thing because they're bored with it. Like there's no yes. beginning and there's no end. It's just uh, an infinite amount of time that you have to absorb all this. It's definitely done something to my brain. I feel like because it, I used to, I used to watch like a half hour episode of boy meets world or something when I was younger, I'd be like, man, that goes by too quick. And it's like, now I, I swear it's like, I can't, I cannot focus on like watching a show because like Ozark right now. Yeah. You know, I think I told you a while back that like I watched the first episode and it's like, you know how many I'm through two. I've watched two episodes in that se season because like I just, every time I have a little bit of free time, I'm like, I'm just going to watch little clips so I don't have to like focus on stuff. And, and seeing like, that's destroying our brains. And I was it's, never like that. It's before. destroying our brains. How, how do you expect that generation to go work an eight hour long day? I don't know when, when that's what they've been accustomed to, like they are not going to be productive members of society. And that's why I say throw out the TVs. Yeah. Go outside. And, and unfortunately we live in this area where you're going to be, you're going to be basically stuck in your house for four months out of the year because of the weather. Dude, that's, that's what I was going to say is that like the, the winter is what screws things up whenever it's totally. summer. I used to go on a walk every single night. Take with the kids Calvin. to Stony. We would take the kids to Stony Creek. We'd yeah. put them in the wagon and we'd right. walk around for an hour. We'd drive around. I mean, these are go to the cider mill, go do yeah. stuff. We actually go do stuff, go out to the property. Right. I, I got, I got to the point this weekend, it was Sunday yeah, and it was kind of nice, but still pretty cold. Yeah. Tried to take the kids out to the property. We didn't last more than 15 minutes because of the wind and the kids are screaming. They are cold. Right. It was a shit show. But yeah. those are the kind of things like if you could get yourself in a situation where that was your every day, being outside, living off the land, just like doing yeah. that, like what a better life that is. And yeah. 
why can't we get to this point? We call this show the disconnect because right. I think ultimately we know that that's a better way of living. Yeah. Disconnecting from everything. Yeah. Why can't hard. we just, why can't we just pull the trigger on it? It's because it's, it's, I hate to say it. It's more work. I mean, it's, is it though? Yes. I, I think but so. But is it a I good mean, kind of work that's good for your mind, oh, yeah. good for your body? And not sure. that we're all working anyway. Oh my, and that's the thing. Believe me, when I, like my buddy has a cabin that we go up to in Gaylord mm-hmm. and he doesn't get service up there. So no phone zone. <laughs> like you can't, you can't go on it. And it is so refreshing to like not have, whenever we go up, it's usually for, you know, uh, a couple days and it's like, we're just, we're spending time outside. We're at the beach. We're just going for walks, hanging out. And even though we don't have like the devices, we still watch TV here and there, but it's like, you can have a DVD player and yeah, he has a VHS player. So that's even even better. That's what it should be up North. And it, I mean, you just feel so good after those couple days, Yeah, but we rarely do it. The, you know, and that's the thing that used to be what life was. Yeah. And even going really further back. Cause I used to, I was thinking about this the other day and I'm like, when did people start thinking about like being happy? Right. Period. Like if you go back and you think about it, like, yeah, when you were, when all, when the only thing you had to do was make sure, you know, you go back to the earliest days of man. Right. And it's, it was to, uh, scavenge for you were scavengers you were out there the 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 biggest thing you had to worry about was just surviving right and life was probably pretty short back then i don't know what yeah. the average age was 30s maybe 40s. but see they that's that's something I, I i never thought about the other day about the average lifespan back then yeah it wasn't as young as we thought because the average got thrown off because of uh uh infant mortality rates. Yeah, that's true. So if, if you had a lot of you, if you made it past a certain age, yeah, you were going to be, you were probably going to live to be in your fifties or your sixties. Right. You weren't dying at 30 yeah. the way they, the way it kind of was they make it sold seem. to you. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but that was basically your goal. You had to make sure you could just live another day. Right. And it was, you go out, you work, you come back inside, you, you eat, you make dinner, you go to bed and you yeah. do it all over again. Maybe you read a story, you read a book and that's it. Yeah. It's not like that. Anymore. And you didn't have time to sit there and dwell on your happiness and say, no, I'm, uh, I'm depressed. Do you think people were depressed back in like the, the, uh, we were watching kids were watching Hocus Pocus last night, the <laughs> yeah. Salem, the Salem, uh, early days of the Salem, uh, Massachusetts colonies and stuff like that. Do you think people were depressed did they probably did not. that exist? Yeah. And well, was was just happiness the moments of getting together and maybe somebody was playing some music and you would oh, enjoy yeah. that and you got together and it was it wasn't a daily routine. Right. It was few and far between, but like in those moments you found some time for happiness, but were you actually depressed about anything? Probably not. Probably I mean, not. We developed that over time, right? See, yeah, and I think what what overwhelms me the most is the the abundance of stuff. That's what I can't stand it. Like it's searching for happiness and we're not getting it. We're just accumulating crap. And you know what? I hate to say it, but like at my house, you know how much that stuff I, I purchased, 
Like I'm gonna say not a lot of it. Like zero. <laughs> yeah. And like there's stuff all around me and the kids' toys. Women I, be shopping. Oh my god. And that's the thing is like with the kids, I never we I when we were growing up, I didn't get a toy on like a Tuesday. No, like, I know what the hell is this? And I okay, uh, finish yeah, your thought because I got I'm about to I'm about to go off. My wife comes home from uh, Barnes and Noble with uh, the son yesterday or two nights ago, and it's like he's got two new big dinosaur toys and a book, and I'm like, it is a Monday. Like, yeah, he doesn't need these yeah. things right now. Okay, so but I do it too. Uh, so. so here's the thing: the other day, yeah. A, a freaking Tuesday. Yeah. A Tuesday. Right. <laughs> My wife goes to Target. We had just had the we we just had this conversation over the weekend. Right. We and we talked about how we've we've got way too much stuff. Yeah. We need to start throwing stuff away. Right. We that we moved the kitchen set upstairs into the living room because we just we 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 gave up. We said forget it. Let them have the run of this area. Right. Clear out some space for them to play. I come home. Kids are like, "Dad, look what we got!" Uh-huh. It's all this like play food and everything else like right. that, which we've got, mind you, uh, a right. bin of play food yeah. downstairs. I said, "Did did you buy them? Did you buy them this?" Right. She's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "We have all of this downstairs." I know. Why did we buy this? She's like, because we didn't have it that much of it. And I'm right. just like, we just talked about this. Yeah. We have too much stuff. We are very specific on our invites for uh, Harrison's birthday party. Did you get oh, the invite? Oh, yeah, I did. I saw Only that. get the kid Legos. Right. It gives them something to do. It's productive. We can throw it all in the same bin. Because yeah. then you end up with these gifts where it's like big stuff and like right. everybody means well, but like it just adds up over time. Oh, God. And, I have so many of those at home. And, and, but I was just like, I had this moment of like, get me the hell out of this house. Yeah. Because you want to sit here and say that we're on this united front of, yeah. we're on the same page of let's not buy a lot of stuff. Literally two of the kids' birthdays are two weeks away. Yeah. They're going to get stuff. We're going to buy them stuff. You could have bought it and given it to them then, and I would have been okay with that. But yeah. on a random Tuesday to get them stuff, you wonder why they don't appreciate things because yeah. they get it for doing nothing. And we did not do that when we were growing up. It no. was very rare that you would get something that was outside of the scope of birthdays and Christmas. And don't get me wrong. I have done it too in the past, Yeah, but it's when you have those conversations with the parents and you, right. you feel like you're on the same page and then you're not, and then right. you're frustrated. And then I'm just like, what are we doing here? Yeah, I I feel the same way, and like I said, I've done it myself too. Where I'm like, man, I got him like uh, a big old like T Rex yeah. from uh, the dollar store. It was only a few bucks. It was like five dollars or something. But it's like it takes up space in the house, and like the the amount. And you know, you might say, how does this relate to what we're talking about? <laughs> right. But it's like we kind of went off on a tangent here. But like it's the the availability of stuff and yeah. like how it's all around us, no matter if it's a kid's toy or, you know, electronics or whatever, we just are like, our attention spans are all zero and there it's, yeah. And that those toys end up in a corner and it just contributes to that lack of appreciation, the lack of, 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 um, you know, the short attention spans, like my kids getting, we're stopping at the dollar store after him getting a haircut, yeah, a freaking haircut. Yeah. Like, 
you get a sucker after a haircut and you move along with your day. Right. You don't get a toy. I, I'm sorry. The toy stuff is, I, I, I think, and it's cluttered our house and it's caused so many issues over time where yeah. I, we've been like, how did every room turn into a playroom? Right. Like yeah. we are, yes, we're parents, but we're still adults too. And we're still people yeah. who need like our own personal space. Like yeah. I can't live that way. I don't want to live that way. Right. And I don't think giving the kids the run of the house is the proper way to live life because no, it's they, they, they move on from toy to toy the same way they move on from uh, TV show to TV show. And yeah. I, and I, I know when we were kids, we didn't do that. No, you would get in this mode of like, if you were playing with army men, right. you were playing with army men for like a week straight. Yeah. And that was your thing. You were into it. You, you couldn't wait to wake up in the morning and go back to those army men or those Lego sets or the, um, the, the, the GI Joes or whatever. Like yeah. you had this thing played out and then, yeah, you would obviously grow tired of it after a little while and you move right. on to the next thing, but like not where it's like all in one day. Yeah. You don't go through that lifespan of, of interest in toys in one day. And maybe that's because maybe our kids are just still too young. Cause I don't remember when I was two years old, obviously. Well, but, yeah, your kids are a little bit younger. I mean, right. five, five though, Harrison's going to be five. I, I feel like I many, remember five. Eh, I barely do. I mean, but yeah, I get what you're saying. It's like, we're, I don't know, dude. It's, and it is, it's overwhelming to see all the, to walk into the house and see all those toys and like, then my wife will clean up the living room and literally 10 minutes later, <laughs> it looks like the same. There's no point in trying to clean uh, it up. Dude, it's, it's exhausting. But yeah, to go, to go back to things, I mean, it's just like, that's, I feel like things have changed, um, over the years. And that's why everybody now just has like no attention span. It's and and crazy. that's, and that's where the happiness factor comes in. Like it's never right. going to be there because we're always, we're just chasing the next thing and it's, it's, it's not healthy. And you know, I, you, you see these, these people every once in a while on social media where it's like, it's a cabin in the woods or it's a a hot tub overlooking uh, a majestic mountain range (laughs) and you get your coffee and you're in there and you're living your best life. And you know, it's, it's sad because you know, with kids, right? That you can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. I, I mean, it's not. It, I don't think it's. It, is it fair to them to pull them out of what normal society has become and just say we're going off the grid? I don't think you can do that. To um, them. no, you no. can reduce it. There's things yeah. we can all do to reduce that uh, reliance on the technology, but uh, but cutting the cord completely is just that's tough. It is tough, especially when they they they've been so invested in it. Yeah, I think it's all about a balance, and I know that I have a like we've. I feel like we've had a harder time finding a balance now in the last few years than than you know I thought we would. It's like I I thought it would, but again, like you say, I always feel like we have that balance in the summer. So it's like those yeah, summer months are right. easy. You're right. It's it is it, it it is so much easier, and that that being out in the sun yeah. just affects your mood differently. Being outside, we're we're. That's our natural habitat. Yeah. We want to be outside. We don't want to be cooped up inside. And like when it was nice this weekend, the kids wanted to go play in the basement. I'm like, why the hell are we in the basement? It's right. beautiful outside. Let's go. Let's go do stuff. And, and you know, let's pack up and do whatever. But that's, 
that's, you know, you might be onto something there where it's just like, we've got to migrate to somewhere else to where it's, it's, it's not being cooped up all winter long. These, these months are long, man. They drag out the last couple months of winter every year. I feel like, I feel like I'm going to pull my hair out. And I've, then, I've been feeling that way since December, man. Right. <laughs> and then the sun comes out, it gets a little nicer and you're like, all right, I, I'm, I'm good to Here go, go until again. next year. Yep, yeah, exactly. Let's get outside. And you know, our, our, our youngest who's just turning one, like my wife and I both commented on this because he was outside and it, it was like, it was like he had never been there before. Oh yeah. Like he's like just feeling the the wind on his face for the first time, which right. in reality for the way, for, for the, the, for his, uh, his awareness. Yeah. He probably hasn't been all outside all that much. He probably hasn't been familiar with it. He's gone on a few walk walks, obviously this yeah. time, you know, even when it's, it's cold outside. But aside from going from the house to the car to go to daycare, he hasn't been outside that much. And right. you can see, he's like, you can see it in his face and in his eyes. He's like, oh my God, this is fantastic. I'm like, he's yeah. going to have a blast this spring. Like he is going right. to love crawling around in the grass and just being outside. Yeah. Um, it's nice. So, but, but that, that just goes to show me that like in our purest form, yeah, that's what we that's what we should be seeking out. Definitely. That's what we need as people to make ourselves happy. It's not the technology. It's not the, the content to digest. It's just being one with the outdoors. And, 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 and I, I think it's going to, it's, it's a, it's a game changer. I think everybody's yeah. attitude starts to change a little bit, not on edge as much. Like, let's just, Let's right. just see what, what happens. Hopefully there's still a, a, a world to go out into and we don't destroy it between uh, now and, uh, you know, summer. I hope so. It's, it's not looking great right now, but yeah, well, we'll, we'll be see. here talking about it. Yeah. Um, I'll try to do some more things to disconnect because we, yeah, you're right. We did. We kind of went on a tangent this time, but that's yeah. all right. That's what podcasts are for. Yeah. I mean. I, whenever, whenever they do it on other podcasts, I always, enjoy I like, yeah, it, so. I know it doesn't have to be the same topic every time. Nah. And it's not like we really know what we're talking about anyway. So no. who cares? Right. But thanks for listening to the disconnect. We will be back with a new episode next week. Until next time, don't forget the struggle is real. Go outside and play.